Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Is everyone ready? Let's checky checky on the Mikey Mikeys. Check, 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 check. Here we go. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Yes, we are. You look extra gorgeous today. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I feel so tired. Oh, really? I feel like I look so tired. <sighs> you don't look tired. <laughs> Thank you so much. I feel pretty tired, too. I've been having nightmares lately. Oh, yeah. That feels like so off brand for you. So off brand. But the, and they've been like I've been like sweating and stuff. What are they? I think it's images I've been seeing on social media oh, and stuff because yeah. they're just pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So the sleep's been sans, sansy. Yeah. But You're very cozy, cozily dressed today for the 90 degree, um, Some people just weather. decide it's autumn and I'm going to dress like autumn. <laughs> I, I don't like care it. what the weather is. I dress like autumn. You're 65. <laughs> yeah. Because they keep the studio 60 degrees in here. And why do we do that? To keep the hits fresh. That's right. Wow. Uh-huh. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> You're you're you you're in your would you say folklore or evermore? I think evermore. evermore. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I would evermore. give it evermore vibes. But it's like cold when I leave the house because the sun's not out, and then it's sixty degrees in the studio. So I I dress for where I'm going to be, which is Antarctica. It's really not that cold. I'm in not here. that cold. Really, it's, really? it's in here. so cold in here. I get in the morning though, like leaving the house. Yeah, you know, you it's want, like, like early. a cozy something. Yeah. Like I actually, but I'm sweating looking at you. Right now. Do you know what's so funny is I'm <laughs> the person. So many layers. <laughs> you guys, I mean, I'm sure there'll be a video. She has a full like sweatsuit on and then a like a wool jacket, winter Over coat, that a goes winter down coat down past my knees, <laughs> a trench, a trench. Um, so I put my clothes out the night before. I put them in the bathroom because I slither out of the bed and I I get ready in the bathroom as to not wake up Robbie, and um. One morning I was trying to, I was like, you know, I'm going to be cute for work tomorrow. And I'm going to wear like a t-shirt and jeans. It was just like a normal t-shirt, like a little crop. And I put it on in the morning and I was like, I cannot go into work like this. Like I was it hurt. It hurt. It physically <laughs> hurt yeah. me. Like I was like, I need my puffer. I need my vest. I need something to like cozy around. Yeah. And so I had to wake Robbie up and get in the closet. 
get my puffer. Now I don't make that mistake. I always have some sort of sweatshirt or puffer or jacket or on standby on standby in the bathroom ready. Do you know when I used to travel, like when I used to go to the airport and stuff, I would put on like full jeans and like booties. I would be like dressed up for the airport. You were like that girl. I don't know where there was a shift, but now I can barely match. Like at the, actually, I won't say that. I'm pretty, still pretty particular, but like I used to be like decked out and it'd be like a 6 a.m. flight. So I'd be up at like 3 34 and like buttoning my tight jeans. And I'm like, nothing sounds worse worse than traveling in jeans. (laughs) Tight jeans. No, I I can't even come to work in tight jeans. I feel like y'all are not in tight jeans like we are though. No. Maybe not so tight, but also I feel like we're more limited in what we have options. Like you have leggings, we don't really have that option. We're gonna yeah, need a lot like of joggers, like some nice joggers. Yeah. I'm not leaving the house in sweatpants. No, me neither. That, really? That's when you've really thrown in the towel. No, but like Lululemon has like nice, like stretchy, like they're like they look yeah. like like slacks, but they're like stretchy. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay, fine, but maybe y'all are choosing jeans. Yeah. I like the rigidity. Of jeans oh. on a plane because planes are gross to me and I want to feel like I'm wearing a suit of armor That's when fair. I'm on there. But th- do you wear your jeans again after the plane? I change. No, but I'm saying like, do those uh, jeans just get tossed to the side for the rest of the trip? Yeah. or the, Well, until uh, the return trip. Wow. All right. Respect. <laughs> but it is funny how like in the old days of air travel, people would dress up for air travel because it was like a big deal. And yeah. now people are in pajamas. Oh, yeah. Barely. I can't. <laughs> I can't put a jean on out for to come to work. A jean. A jean. Like a denim. If you I have to clasp it, if I have to clasp it around my waist, it's not happening Monday through Friday. If it's just I have not to happening. Make any sort of like sucking in no, motion. It's not it happening. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. But I think that changed after the dr- pandemic. Yeah, because yeah. you did dress up before. Oh, I used to wear he- heels into work. Oh my gosh. Who was she? Who was she? Heels. I would do my hair. I would do my makeup. I would have like blouses. (laughs) Throw on a blouse? I would throw on a blouse and I'd sweat through it. Well, I have to say, Marin's looking really nice, even with this outfit being like dressed down. Thank you. Marin just elevates elevates everything. Any outfit. Yeah. She does. She does. It is what it is. Marin is the name of Tanya's ring for those of you just joining us. Yes. Oh, yeah. For you. I saw you were with another Marin. Recently, well, that's who she's named. Yeah, after, her name. Actually, uh, did you tell her that? No, and no? actually, I just I you was like, looking to Mary Morris. We saw and shot it forever at the premiere. So I went to the <laughs> Haley and I went to the Eras premiere, which was insane. You guys, like the whole Grove was shut down. Mm-hmm. Shops, restaurants, everything was closed, which is so crazy. Baller. Expensive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's such a like, boss did she move. Have to p- pay them out? She oh, I'm sure had to she had out. to pay. Yeah. Them. I mean, or she was just like. Rick Caruso, do you mind if I throw a little event here? And he, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Either way, it was insane. Probably not out of her pocket, but somebody paid millions to shut down the Grove. Exactly. So we went and it was really fun. Like it was a lot of people because she shut she shut it down. So just the whole theater was open. I think she went to every single theater, said she hello, did. did like an intro. And then she, I think she came to ours last and she sat and watched it in ours. Like her oh, dance, wow. her, her backup singers were on the row in front of us. And she, she sat like right in front of us. So we watched her dance and oh my party the whole time. And so Marin was on our row. So we talked to her a lot before the Adam Sandler and his family were next to us. Oh, I saw oh. them. You were there? Yeah. yeah. 
We were like right next to them. You know what I need somebody to confirm before you get to your story? There is a girl that was next to Taylor Swift. I'd I say two people down from her. Which, and she was from, from Ozark. Ozark. Yeah. How random. But was the girl next to her Miles well, Teller's her wife? Oh, I don't know. She didn't look familiar. But the girl from Ozark, I was like, Taylor's friends with the chick from the blonde girl. Was it Julia girl? Garner? Yeah. The blonde girl from Ozark. Interesting. But I think she's best friends with whoever was next to her, which I think is... Kate, is it Kaylee Teller? Yeah, Kaylee Teller. I think. Kaylee yeah. Teller's father is a big fan of On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Okay, and used to call <laughs> us them. all. This the is time. them on a boat. Yeah. And, oh, uh, sure enough. Yeah. yeah. I was like, the girl from Ozark really. Threw she's me. a fantastic actress. Yeah, she's in amazing. She's amazing. She's in. Yeah. Haley was like fangirling, and then uh, Kaylee. I've only seen her in like photos and stuff. She is stunning in person. Like I was like, who is this girl? She's so beautiful. So, um, so you're next to Marin. So, so seating, we're talking to Marin. Wise, who's sitting next to Marin? You? No, I think it was some people from her team, and then a a guy who was kind of by himself. We didn't know who he was, and then me, Haley, and me, and then there were two other people that may have been on Taylor's team, and then Marin, and then no, no, no. So okay, so it was me, Haley, uh huh, looking at the screen. Yeah, Haley's to my left, and then there was a man, and then someone from Marin's team, and then Marin. So. Okay. It was all assigned seating. But like, that's far away. I, no. I, I went to a movie theater and I could barely hear Raquel, who was two seats down from me. No, so the, before the movie started, because uh, they were all, they were uh, all uh, staggered. So it's quiet. It's not the movie hasn't started yet. No, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we talked for like a long time. I love her. I was like, like we're, we're like, let's go get dinner next time you're in LA. Yeah. Well, we met at iHeart Festival. And you failed to mention... My best friend named you my her ring after you because your song The Bones is I their know, song. I know. I just too fangirly. No, I think that would have been hilarious. I wish I would have thought of that. Oh my god. But I'm also sorry. you lay the groundwork for a future conversation. Exactly. I think it's better to save that for number two. Great combo. Starter. Yeah. For the next one. Right. So um and then yeah, her all of Taylor's singers, like backup singers were in front of us. They were they were like having the best time. And we were saying like how cool for them to like like they probably were like, "How cool to go on tour!" And now they're like on big screens across the world. Yeah, that's Amazing. insane. Yeah. Um, but it was it was really fun. It was fun to be like right behind Taylor, just like doing her choreo. Like it was so fun I to watch her. I, uh, Rick Caruso's daughter Gigi was in that theater, and I, I follow her on Instagram. She was in my of theater too. Was she? Yeah, she went to my screening on Friday. Oh wow! Double. I just met her. Was that at the Grove? No, oh. it was in North Hollywood. Oh, okay. She, I was like, I ran over and showed Alice. I'm like, Gigi Caruso's in the same theater as Taylor. And if I had known you were in there, I mean, I would have freaked out even more. <laughs> She's really cute, actually. She's so cute. She's I have so some cute. of her swimwear. She has a swim line. I did not know that. Great swim. You would love her swim line. Really? Lots of cutouts. Okay. Yeah. I think we're getting off track. Anyways, um, but do you know what it is about Taylor Swift that's just, I'm like, she is just like. Rolling all of in us. the dough. No, oh. she's just all of us. <laughs> yeah. How she act? Yes, that is a fact. But like the way she greets people, I was just watching her like say hey to her friends and stuff, and it's so like normal. That's why people love her because she's she's like commanding these stages with like hundreds of thousands of millions of people, and then you see her and she's just like she feels like you. You, you know? know what I could not get over when I was watching the movie? What? Tell me if anybody else noticed this. And it was very relatable too, but her toe, her, t- her fingernail her was chipped. Yeah. Like a uh, gnarly big chip. Right middle finger. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. I was staring at it the entire movie. The entire time. <laughs> Pauline and I could not get over it. We were like, is that, a ch- is that a chip in her nail? And then I was like, 
it's pretty large. It's got to be like a jewel or like a bedazzled gem or something. And then sure enough, it was like a giant chunk missing out. Of She's her just nail. like us. Just like us. Chip nails. Yeah. So it was really, it was fun though. It was like, it was such a cool, like, I mean, what she does and everything that her team does is just like superior. Yeah. So we, uh, we went to go see the movie on Friday. So you went to the world premiere, which was on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I went to um, a screening, which was on Friday, the day that it came out. And we were in the Taylor's Lautner's theater. Yeah. So we were in their screening <laughs> and this is when I like love Robbie so much because he's so like he's aware and he's a like gets, you know, he's he's aware who people like he knows who Taylor Lautner is, but he doesn't know. He knows he was in Twilight and that's about the extent of it. So uh, Taylor asked Robbie to go with him to his car to get something. So Robbie goes with Taylor t- to his car to go get something. And and, and uh, he goes, I didn't know uh, Taylor Lautner dated Taylor Swift. I was like, yeah, like long, long time ago. And I was like, why? What, what made you think of that? And he was like, well, when we were walking to the car, he asked me what show we went to. And I said, we went to the one in LA. And I asked him which one he went to. And he said, Kansas City. And I was like, well, well you know, why would you go to Kansas City? He's like, it's so random. And he's like, well, I was in the music video. And that's when she brought us out on stage. And like, Robbie had no idea any of this. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was like, you were on stage at one of the shows? That's so, like, like it was just, it's like so sweet because it's like he just doesn't know you yeah know I mean? like he's genuinely asking like oh what show why yeah. you go to book kansas city that's so <laughs> random you know like and he's like well yeah you know i was in the the new music video and so she brought us out on stage and... he keeps up as much as he needs to keep up with what you give him but beyond that yeah no idea no idea i was like yes so then i had the show <laughs> i showed him the video of like <laughs> <laughs> when he brought him out when Taylor Swift brought Taylor Lautner out on stage and like you know did the flips yeah. he's like oh wow cool wish he would have asked him if he spending time with Andrea <laughs> <laughs> Andrea who's Taylor's Andrea's mom which Taylor. is what uh, Robbie calls Robbie her tried Andrea. to like yeah, know yeah. like Taylor Swift knowledge and he asked Tanya he was like <laughs> something about her mom Andrea and it, it, Tanya was like yeah it's not Andrea. Andrea, but <laughs> thanks for playing. Yeah, thanks for playing along, buddy. Thanks for playing fantasy football with me. Um, um, but yeah, ours was really, ours was really, really fun. Our theater was like up and bumping, and yeah. we were dancing and they, bumping. That varies widely, they say. Yeah, I was getting so many DMs from people over the weekend that were saying like they could not dance and sing in their theater. People were getting mad at them. My daughter went to a midnight screening uh, on Friday night. Because, you know, Maybe. dad of the year. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she uh, she says that she got, to, there was an old guy behind her who asked her to sit down when she was up and yeah. dancing. So what happened was her little crew teamed up with some other Swifties and they kind of made a larger crew and went down in front of all the seats <laughs> and just danced and sang for the whole show. Yeah. So it worked out. But yeah, some of them are super lame and just sit there and watch and some of them are parties. We, this is the thing. If it was like showed behind the scenes and stuff, I'd be like, yeah, like let's watch it and like, Everyone, sh- but it is the concert. Like it really I know, is just a concert. But a lot of people haven't seen it. Yeah, but if even if you haven't seen it, it's like a concert experience. Yeah, so like, yeah. right, it's a concert. Yeah, you have to look like, at it that way. I yeah, think. if you couldn't go to the concert, this is your moment. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we had yeah. a guy in our screening that dressed up as Taylor. Yeah. And he like he did <laughs> look what you made me do. He performed it. Wow. And he pulls out a list and uh, it had all of our names on it. Oh, and then he said, cool. and then yours was in red and it was underlined, you know, uh-huh. I've got a list and yours is in red. Under- yeah. underlined. <laughs> he like pulls it out and like throws it at us. I was like, wow, this is some, some good work. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've seen a lot of videos that I was like, wow, I, I would either be, depending on my mood, I'd be up in the front doing the willow dance circle seance, or I'd be just leaned back in my chair, enjoying both shows. You know, you know? What, what's oh, yeah. interesting? I went into the screening. I was so tired on Fridays. I'm usually like very tired. Yeah. And I was like, okay, this is fine. It's a movie. I can just like chill. I'm going to sit in my seat and just like watch it. Maybe I'll fall asleep. It's three hours. You know, I was up the whole time. I was dancing. I was singing. I was shouting. She just does it to me. <laughs> and I will stand here today and then say that Willow was my first, my favorite performance of the entire show. Wow. wow. I love Willow too. It was so special. It's so fun. So as a movie, uh, positive reviews. Great, great, great. No complaints. It's the concert. So my thing is yeah. like, I think I didn't know if it was just going to be the con like music or if there was going to be BTS. I was hoping for some BTS. Me too. For but sure. I'm, I'm like, wondering even a little like, so, no, some coming up a stage or like, where does she dive this into? This is what I think is going to happen. I think they've definitely filmed all that. They're going to make a documentary or something yeah. and like sell it to like a Netflix or so. This is just to give people the era's experience. Right. The people who couldn't like afford tickets. Yeah. Right. People if you who live in, in Topeka, Kansas, now yeah. you get to go see this so, or Alabama. I didn't see or... the, I didn't go to the concert. Um, so this was, and Alice and I didn't watch yeah. much of it on like TikTok or anything. We didn't know, you know, I knew that there was a house at some point on the stage, but like I didn't know anything that happened. So this was all new right. and I was brought to tears three times. Wow. The part where she says, um, it's near the beginning. She's like, these are all songs that I've written about my life. And I hope that when you hear them out in the yeah. world, it reminds you of this moment. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, a wow. That it was, it was just incredible. And the transitions between the eras in the movie I had a hard time figuring out what was like actually there on stage and what was like because they did like animations for the yeah the you snake know, the snake I was like okay was that, was like, there a giant snake in the arena he like the goes did that happen at the show and I'm like babe no <laughs> <laughs> we would have remembered that Allison definitely thought there's a gigantic like inflatable snake or something I'm like no that's CGI <laughs> but she did have one for reputation yeah, her the reputation, reputation tour. snake yeah. was large yeah. yeah um but yeah that's what I'm but, saying it was for people who like. And it really felt like you were at the concert. Like, it was basically yeah. like you're watching the big screen at the concert. Yeah. There's definitely a documentary coming. Definitely. No, yeah. But it's gonna this be like not that. A four special Netflix that she's going to sell, make more money. I mean, it's the money. most iconic tour of all time. Yeah, there's no milk way. Every possible yeah, there's no way there's not going to be a documentary. And this was like, I mean, they all they had to do was get someone on stage and film it and then just clip it together. It was a very, like... Easy. It's like, why not make it right. into a movie that we can release? And it made $100 million this weekend. Easily. I do have to say, though, I am on board, more on board on the Travis Taylor train. You are? Yeah, but we should take a break and then come back and talk about it. It's almost here. The Nick's anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nick's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. 
So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could... I mean, she is literally like my hero. My shero. Shero, for sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. Thanks for clearing that up. (laughs) (laughs) Scintillating conversation during the breaks here. Just checking. You want to recreate that moment? Are you still on your period? Yeah, well. Trickling trickling down? Yeah, coming off. Coming off of it, some might say. Me too. Whoa, you're. Okay, so we realized that. We're a day off. We were a day off. So we're almost exactly synced. (laughs) Almost synced sisters. Wow. Maybe next month. Which is pretty wild because normally that happens when you're living together. Yeah. Like that's what happens, but we do not live together. No. Not even close now because you're gone. Just blessed. Just blessed. Bless. But yeah, when my period comes, it comes in ferocious and hot and then she leaves quick. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so before we took the break, we were talking about Travis and uh, Taylor. So it wasn't that I really wasn't on like board. I just was kind of like, I felt like the NFL, like everyone was making too much of it. Not Taylor and Travis, just more like the media. And also I was watching her watch the game. Like I just was seeing clips and I'm like, how exhausting that the whole game she has to be like on paying attention on happy, excited. So exhausting. Oh my gosh. She needs to have a deal with Peacock, which is like a sister. Isn't it like a sister of the, what's the NFL on? It's on a number of things, but NBC is one of them. Yeah. So, so Peacock, which is like a brother, sister or whatever they call them to NBC should have a camera on Taylor the whole time. No, that's a separate a, feed of that would be a huge. That's what getter. I would watch. I'm I would totally that's watch so that. Exhausting for her. It's like a whole other performance. It's like she has to get ready to perform. Great. 
I mean, they'd Get probably, some of the probably stop sales. coming if that started yeah. happening, oh. scare her away. But yeah. I think that'd be the best way to do it oh is to gosh. watch her all the time with the game in the corner. Yeah. That'd be I'd great. love that. It'd be it'd be so family friendly in our house. You know, I'd watch the Peacock feed. Robbie yeah. watches the NFL yeah, feed. It'd be a very bond, like family bonding yes. experience. Um, but they had their first like public night out in New York City. And I have to say the photos of them and the way he was such a gentleman and how he just like every detail about it. I'm on, I'm on board. I was listening to this podcast and it like changed my perspective on, because this whole time I thought Taylor was the one to be private. Yes. Yeah, me too. And now I'm like, dang, was it the guys that were always making her be private? Well, the video I saw of them running to the car, her and Joe did you see that video of the no, comparison? No, but it's I would love to see like it. It's a video of security running and Joe gets in the car first and then Taylor, but you can tell they're like just trying to like mad, mad dash it and then it was comparing to her and Travis walking and they're like holding hands and he he like m- tells the security guard like I wants to get the door for her for her to get out. Oh, yeah, I saw that. And, and he had like red lipstick on his mouth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was just saying the difference of like the confidence of, of Travis being like, I can ha- like we can handle this and and like being protective and making sure she's okay, but not like getting into the car first. You no, know, like I literally this whole time, I'm like, it just feels weird. She's been so private with, with Joe. Oh, yeah. I don't know. This just doesn't feel right. And now I'm like, did Joe traumatize her? Well, it always felt like it would make sense that she would want privacy because her life is, everyone wants to know everything about her. So it makes sense that she'd be like, oh, I want to be private. But now knowing that maybe that, I mean, not, we still don't know if that's what, what the case was well yeah we'll never know yeah maybe they both agree to making it yeah maybe they both agree but let's say he was the one that wanted to be private it's kind of sad because she like seems to be having such a blast oh my gosh she's like a caged bird and now she's free (laughs) in the wild oh spread your wings taylor Hannah, do you have any new opinions on this after seeing them together? Do you feel the same way? They were really cute. Yeah, really it was really cute and i did like how he went up to the security guard and was like i got got it from here And like the way his like hand kind of like grazed her like waist, and then yeah. and then the fact that she's in like the tallest heels she could possibly wear. Yeah. Right, she's Everyone's not like trying like, to make herself shorter. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's cute. It's, it's cute. cute. <laughs> it's cute. And I like the way he talks about her. I like that he's not trying to be like right. Oh, Minimize it's not happening. It. He's just I know. like, which I'm is what every other time. guy she's dated has done. I know. It's interesting. So I f- I'm finding myself really feeling invested in this, which I didn't want to be, but. I feel like she's happy. I feel like she's thriving and he seems like a Yeah, he does seem like a nice guy. guy. So there Oh, oh, so yeah, I loved the fact that you could see the red lipstick like smeared on his mustache. And hers was like and all hers like messed smeared. up too. I was like, damn. That was a good make out. Yeah, it was a good make out. <laughs> um speaking of making out. Oh, what? No, I did I did not do a lot of making out. I uh <laughs> I was I like it confirmed you didn't do a lot of making out this weekend? Yes, correct. My okay. period like really got the best of me this weekend. Okay. Like I was not whatever, but I was so emotional this weekend. And um, tomorrow, I don't know if it's tomorrow or the next day, but it's like my last official day in my apartment. Okay. And Robbie and I went uh, over the weekend to kind of just like all these things that you have to do when you move out of an apartment to put everything back the way that you found it, you know, like make sure all the blinds are back up and all the light switches are fixed and, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we were doing stuff and we went, we were going back home and I just like turned him and I was like, thank you so much for your help. I like really appreciate it. And he was like, you don't have to thank me. 
we're a team, you know, like you're a modern woman, but you don't have to do it alone anymore. Like you have me. And I just literally started bawling in the car. Like that's really emotional. I mean, that's like really out of like he didn't it was he didn't even say it in an emotional way. He was just like so matter of fact about it. And I just started bawling. He was like, Are you okay? <laughs> Are you upset? I was like, No, it's like a nice cry. Like it's just really nice. And I was like, I've been waiting so long for this. I just like could not. Like it just like was just coming out like waterfalls. I know, but it's just it's like so simple and it's so true. Like that's how it, the it should be like that. But I think because we have watched you wait for that partnership, like you, you've been like, I'm a modern woman. I can do it by myself. I do what I want, how I want. And you still can be that way, but you don't, you have someone there. Yeah. And it's like, I can, I could have done it by myself. I didn't need him to do it. You know what I mean? Like there were some things I needed. I could have hired a task rabbit or, you know what I mean? Like I could have done it on my own and I would have figured it out, but just like, there's this sense of solidarity and teamwork that like I've never had before. Mm-hmm. And it was like really emotional. I'm getting emotional now. <laughs> my God, I need my period to go away. But it was really crazy. Like I literally was just like touched. Yeah. It's really sweet. Yeah. I think it gives a lot of our listeners like a, a like really nice hope when they're, cause I saw, I think you may have reposted someone saying like, yeah, I was getting a lot I'm of so DMs. tired of like, I'm like so tired of doing everything on my own. And it's just nice to know that like there is this out there. Yeah. You know, I love that. Yeah. Um, I'm fine now. Okay. Good. <laughs> oh, okay. So I went to Vegas and I met Jojo because she was there for work and I went, I was supposed to go for work and Allie was supposed to go with me. Allie bailed and I was like, I'm, I'll just still go. So we went and it was really fun. I mean, we were like in bed by like, midnight maybe eleven thirty every night like it was a very un-vegas <laughs> but it was really late. fun yeah but it was like you know vegas right like when we went we were up to like 4 a.m in the morning that was yeah. crazy yeah it was wild but <laughs> yeah I'll, i have that vision of you and robbie eating, eating popcorn. the popcorn in my head forever just like <laughs> no never been nothing drunker, there nothing behind the eyes nothing behind the eyes yeah just living popcorn in my mouth yeah yeah um, but we went to Katy Perry on Friday night. Yeah. That was the most interesting experience I think I've ever had. Fun or interesting weird? Interesting weird. Why? Because th- the way the show is set up, it feels more like a, like a play, I guess. Like there's different like scenes. And then one of the scenes, she's in a bathroom and there's like a toilet that's talking. Yeah, I've seen that. And there's what? like a turd. Poop? A talking turd. Yeah. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> talking poop. And she's like having a conversation with it. And then she's like, oh, and there was something sticking out of his mouth, which I thought it was a joint. And then I was like, what was hey, it? It's like a... And she goes, is that a corn kernel? Oh, God. There was a corn kernel. Yeah, I have it right here. <laughs> and we were oh. just like, what is going on? You can see that though. The, the corn kernel sticking out of its mouth. Yeah. The little yellow yeah. thing. Uh-huh. It's a corn kernel. It was very strange. Yeah. The whole thing. And like being a little intoxicated what really a weird show. Heightened the weirdness. Yeah, it was strange. Um, but then we got Taco Bell and we Jojo had never had the cinnamon twist from Taco Bell. Wow. I what? know. That's like a staple. Yeah. Right. Okay. Even I, I had that. those. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, this feels like something everyone has had at least once. And she was like, I will 
I will not never stop thinking about those because they're so good. Yeah. Yeah. How do they make those? They're like lighter than air. <laughs> like, honestly, a delicate treat. A delicate some treat. Some might say. Yeah. But it was really fun. And it was like nice to not be just like miserably hungover leaving. I don't. I think the last time Jojo and I were in Vegas together was when I was on the bathroom floor at iHeart. So it was what nice to have some redemption. Yeah. I hope to never feel the way I felt the day after that ever again. But it's alcohol. It makes us feel bad. So why do we drink it? Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> this is the thing. There is there is a, a certain amount that you can drink where you can have fun and not feel like that. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to stand on my soapbox soapbox and say no matter how much I drink even if I have just a couple glasses of wine I feel it the next day well wine's so sugary so like oh. of course but like if I have a one, martini if I have one margarita I will feel social and happy and good and I won't feel bad the next day yeah like I feel the giggles and I, I have two fun, margaritas yeah. <laughs> yeah remember when we had yeah. seven in Palm Springs <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it's documented, actually. Yeah. I forgot about that it. one, too. Oh, my gosh. I will never... My most... The only... The only clear visual I have of that moment is Easton standing <laughs> over me while I'm in the pool and going, hey, we have to go do the podcast. And me being like... He was like mm. a mirage. <laughs> and then opening... Tanya opening the door butt naked, like... Oh, it was uh -huh. you and Allison, right? I thought it was Allison and Becca. And Danielle. And Danielle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tanya had mascara like down to here. <laughs> oh my God. Totally naked. Every time I see Sabrina, I'm like, I don't think she associates me because I, I saw her at um, a, like a, the Grammys party that we went to. And I don't think she associates me with that. How does she not? You were there during the interview and then you were not gone. In a weird way, I don't think she understood what was happening. I think it was just like I had to go and she doesn't know like the level of drunkenness, even though like we know and you can see it in my eyes because I'm like, <laughs> we might need to repost that clip, Crystal. Yeah. 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 It, might, it might need a third time around the sun. Yeah. Go ahead. Laugh it up. The best Laugh part is up. though, we had her, we didn't, we do like a Valentine's Day show or whatever and Sabrina Carpenter was our guest and then we had... We, it was a pandemic, so Becca, we ordered like alcohol. alcohol to the house. And it was late. Yeah, and so Becca had to leave the interview to go get the alcohol from the door. And I was like, this is just so serendipitous. I was like... And Sabrina Carpenter was like on the Zoom. It was so... Like, she probably was like, I hate this girl. She's like the worst. <laughs> and that's fine if she feels that way, truly. Um, okay. Should we take a break and do emails? We should. Okay, we'll be right back. It's almost here. The NYX anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. 
So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. It took me a while to figure out my mom is more than the mom stuff she did for me. The laundry, cooking, and driving. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. My mom moved to the United States of America, did not know English, learned English, rode her bike to Long Beach State to get her degree so that she could. I mean, she is literally like my Whoa. hero, my shero. Yeah. Shero, for my shero. sure. That's amazing. Well, this Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best. That's why I'm sending my mom farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. And we got you 25% off your entire Books purchase so that you can send some too. Here's why we love the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farm, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you can't find anywhere else. Books is simple. You go online, pick a delivery date, and you're done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mom. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. Go to books.com and use promo code SCRUBBING for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com promo code SCRUBBING. Books.com promo code SCRUBBING. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, pets, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Macy's, Best Buy, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the easiest and smartest way to find the best deals and savings. And every time I visit Rakuten.com, I'm always shocked by the thousands of brands that are featured. Me too. Did you know that Ticketmaster is one of those brands? So next time you're trying to see your favorite artist live, you can earn cash back when buying tickets with Rakuten. And the best part, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Plus, cashback rates change daily so you can keep checking to find the best deal. The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You can get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cashback. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. All right, we are back. <laughs> and this has just got really controversial because Easton was going to do the emails because Mark stepped out, but Mark just walked in when we came back. I, I was excited to read this one, and too. Then read it, Easton. Can Please, I read this first one? <laughs> I don't have any ownership of these emails. All right. The, the, it's in our contracts, but uh, the, this is from Amber, all caps, Help, 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 get me some action. Well, more frequent action in the sex department. My boyfriend and I are approaching three years together. In the first year, like any new relationship, we were like glue, couldn't get enough of each other. In the second year, not as regular, but frequent enough that I wasn't too worried. However, as we enter into this third year, we basically only have sex once a month. We have talked about it, and he just attributes it to being together for so long and knowing each other so well. His love language is quality time, and mine is physical touch. A friend of mine thinks he might be getting satisfied elsewhere, but when I asked him, he shot that theory down, and I do believe him. I just think he's comfortable, but I don't know. He's also resisted to going to couples therapy. 
All of you are in long-term relationships. Has this ever happened to you? And if so, how did you address it? If not, any advice? I love him so deeply, but this is something really important to me. Thanks for making my train rides to work bearable. Nice. That's nice. Yeah, so oh, nice. Listening on the train. Yeah, I love yeah. a I love listener the on the idea train. Of listening to us on the train. Me too. I love a train. Me too, and I love us. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody put, a, wins. put those two together, <laughs> and what do you get? <laughs> a good time. A good time. <laughs> a bearable time. <laughs> a little margarita in there. My gosh. Oh, wow. Wow. Um. Does anyone else want to start? I'm not in a relationship with a man, so I think it's a little bit different. Well, oh, is I, it? isn't it fair to say that? Any two people together are going to have different, different yeah, I think so. levels of interest is going to come and go. It's yeah. going to ebb and flow. But I do think there's this uh, this stereotype yes. of like men never get tired that's of true. it. Men are never not wanting it. So that's why I said that. Oh, let me tell you, it. in this relationship, <laughs> the girl wants it more than the guy. Oh, that's, see, that's comforting though. Yeah. I think but like, it's pretty even. I, but like, I could have sex every day. Mm-hmm. Sounds and like she, that, I don't know if she's looking for every day, but, um, but I think it isn't, if it's once a month and if it's so important to you, I feel like you have to, I'm trying to think like how you have that conversation, but it's like, it just has to be a priority. And I think you have to just make him realize how serious it is for you. You know what I mean? Like, but I also, there's, you know, when we had that sex therapist on and she was talking about how people have different uh, things that turn them on. Yeah. If this is quality time, maybe it's something like I'm going to like, let's let's like give each other each other a massage or like something that's not just like all about sex. And that right. way, you're, maybe you're both getting what you want. So maybe it's a conversation of like what it is that makes him feel turned on, turned on or like in the mood. Um, but I do think. His resistance towards couples therapy. I think that's more of a conversation that y'all could have where you, you know, just let him know it's important to you. And that would be helpful if maybe someone could, you know, give some advice. Or... Yeah, because I do know some people like at the end of the day, they're so tired from work that they like don't they during the week. That the... I do know some people. <laughs> <laughs> I do know some people like this. If that's the case, then you maybe like say, okay, well then on the weekends, let's like do it in the morning or mm -hmm. like figure out a time where he like feels more... Morning is a good idea. And also yeah. a conversation about what his kind of, what excites him. That's what I'm you saying, know, Maybe yeah. he's got some yeah. fantasies that you haven't really gone into and whatever it may be. And that would be exciting for him. And then you can both get some excitement about that. And also, and this, I don't know, this could be controversial, but I, I've certainly uh, heard about situations like this in the past. Guys tend to, um, um, uh, just for convenience sake, take care of themselves. And the uh, female in the relationship will be neglected because their needs are being met somewhere else. It's just being met by themselves in the shower or wherever. So that might be worth a conversation as well, because if he stops doing that, it's going to be much. It's going to definitely increase the frequency of the two of you together. Well, that's what I was going to say when when her friend was like, maybe he's getting it from somewhere else. Obviously, she probably meant that he's getting it from someone else. But I was thinking like maybe he's just like masturbating. Yeah. Doing it himself, but maybe you have a conversation of like, "Hey, I want, I, I need something here." Right, <laughs> or maybe, yeah. maybe, okay, maybe he's doing that in the middle of the day because that's when he's like the most tense or whatever, and that's sure. so maybe then they can 
I don't know. She can go there for. It's a laziness, though. It's oh. a I can knock this out in thirty seconds, and then I don't have to think about Whoa. it anymore. <laughs> wow, Lame. Superman over here. <laughs> thirty seconds. Or okay, I'm, I'm in it. Anyway, I, I know I can just do this real fast because with her, you know, there's the need to romance. We have to light a candle. Oh, we didn't and, know y'all hated foreplay so much. It's a different never relationship. I'm just saying that could also be a factor here. It's like a multi-hour situation where he can. Just knock one out real quick. Ew, it's so gross. <laughs> knock one out real quick. Oh, so, I'm gonna go knock one out real wait, quick. Really quick. Uh, Coldplay hosted American Top 40 like last year, and uh, I had written for them to say, um, "Hello, we have another fan question here. Let's knock one out." And they both and Chris Martin just started cracking up, and he's like, "In England, Easton, knock one out means something quite rude, and we're not gonna say that." And I learned that means that means jacking up. <laughs> Yeah, well, when he says it in a British accent, it's different. Yeah, very charming. Um, so I think it's just worth having a conversation and telling him it's important to you. You you don't want to feel like you're having to beg for something. Yeah, come out, come him. to a compromise. If, if excuse me, if you're having it once a month and you want it seven times a month, maybe you guys settle on three to four. <laughs> yeah, I just think it's a conversation of like, what can I do that makes you feel turned on and want to want to have that moment with me and i want to i want to be able to meet you and i want you to be able to meet me that's what it is it's relationship so good luck good luck are you reading the second one easton i mean i can't i mean part of the email reader responsibility is to be ready here well, when I, they start to wrap up the first one, you just launch right into that second one. You don't this was from Melissa. <laughs> I was in tears hearing Mark talk about how he was this person for his daughter. And that is the kind of parent I'm hoping to be to my daughter. Her safe place for any storm. That was the rotten chicken conversation she's referring to. That's right. From Trader Joe's. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? What episode? I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, curious on the topic. I know you've brought up anxiety in the past and it's been mentioned that Becca and Tanya don't really deal with it. How have you had to be a listening ear for someone who has these struggles and what kind of advice do you give your friends or family when they confide their worries in you? Is it hard to give advice when you can't understand why someone would have these fears that might be a little outlandish? I know anxiety can look like many things and be different for everyone. And I hope one day we can all feel safe to express our feelings. And that's for you. Mark? Uh, I, well, I, I think it's for you as well. They mentioned you by name in there. But no, I, she I, said I, it's been mentioned that Becca and Tanya don't yeah. really deal with it. So I think the question is how, how do you, have you been a listening ear for someone else? Well, I mean, look, I, I've mentioned this before and um, I, I wasn't great with her, with my daughter's anxiety when she was little. And, and that will be a regret I will have for the rest of my life. And so I've spent the past five years trying to make that up to her and to always be her person, her safe place for any storm. Cause I wasn't that when she was little, cause I was coming at it from a place of ego and, um, you know, I, we were together all day and it's bedtime now and this is my time. And so I was just frustrated and angry when she was having these bedtime anxieties and all the other anxieties that she dealt with. And she had so many fears back then and some I handled okay and some I handled terribly. And I'll always try to make that up to her and I've talked to her about it quite a bit. But anyway, um, so now I think I'm a better person for all of that stuff. I was, I was not good with that because I, I would have been the type before I dealt with this with her, it's maybe a better person because before if somebody said to me, oh, I have a really bad fear of that, I'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. You know, are you crazy? Like, that's so stupid. Just deal with it. You're a little like that now. 
Well, that's a fair <laughs> criticism, Tanya. If you like, with to, other things, like, like, go ahead. Do you have an example? Yeah, let's, let's talk it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, open to this. Like when someone says, like, they're trying to get off coffee or they're trying to get rid of the caffeine. You're like, you don't need coffee. Nobody needs coffee. I'm like, whoa. Someone. When someone. Yeah, when someone. Not to name any names. Not to name names here, but just, just. Okay, that fair. So that's still an area I could improve in, I guess. <laughs> Melissa is the answer to your question. <laughs> and Tanya feels safe to express her feelings yeah, here. Yeah, that's that's important. good. Yeah, it's important that Tanya yeah. feels safe. Yeah. But I'm better with that now. But I think what she was saying to you guys is not having experience with anxiety. Do you feel okay when people tell you things like that? How do you respond when people come to you and say, I have this horrible situation? I've experienced anxiety before. It's not like I'm like never had, I've never been anxious or never experienced it. I, well, I think what I've said is I'm not, I don't, I wouldn't describe myself as an anxious person, mm -hmm. but I've definitely dealt with anxiety and I've had, I've had anxious feelings in the past. So I know what it feels like. And I feel like I try to be there when friends of mine have these feelings. Mm -hmm. I I'm the same. Like I, I'm not an anxious person, but I've experienced anxious moments, but I have friends like, um, I know Hannah and I have talked about it, but my friend Allie is like, has a crazy fear of flying, like mm. anxiety getting on the plane. And like, it's, it's funny. Like we kind of laugh about it, but we were, I remember in the Bahamas, we were on like one of those really small planes. And to be honest, I don't have any fear of flying. And I got a little nervous. Sure. Like we might not land this plane. And she was like bent over crying, which she doesn't normally cry in front of me. And I was like, Whoa. Oh, this is serious. So I was like rubbing her back. Like it kind of put into perspective of like, even if it's something I don't understand, it's yeah. real for people, like the fear, and they don't want to feel that feeling, like they're fighting it. So I think it just gives you empathy to think like, for me with with that, I'm able to go like, I'm so grateful I don't fear this. And I'm grateful that I can be calm if she needs me to be calm for her. Yeah. So I think it's just, I used to have an ego about people who had like different fears and anxieties because mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. like, why is that scary? Like, in anything, I'd be like, why are you scared of that? Why Why can't you just get over that? And now I have a totally different perspective of it. Yeah. When, when my daughter was little, I'd be like, why are you scared of anything? Nothing bad has ever happened to you. Like, why would why would you have any fear? Like, I understand if you have a fire in your home, a fear of fire. Like, mm -hmm, I think right. of it, like, from a logical perspective. Mm -hmm. But she had a fear of fire and smoke just out of nowhere. And I didn't understand where that was coming from. And there's a bunch of stuff like that. So I, I try to be more empathetic about it now, regardless of what Tanya may say. <laughs> Did y'all have a fear of quicksand ever? Because <laughs> actually I posted about this and I had this fear that like I was going to be in quicksand at some point and I, there's no quicksand around. <laughs> no, but I think it all comes from like, from stuff from your past that you don't even realize. Like, like Homeward I, Bound. Well, oh. yeah, yeah. there's quicksand. Oh, I feel like I, um... Was talking. I used to talk, talk to my sister about this all the time because I used to always have this fear of like the shoe dropping. Like I would always, I guess, and it happened a lot when I was newly dating Robbie because I was like, this just feels too good. It just feels too good. I'm like always waiting for like the shoe to drop or like something like he's going to break up with me that I've always been broken up with. So it's going to happen. So I was just like always waiting for that. Mm -hmm. And that creates a lot of like anxiety and anxious feeling. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can't live your life that way. You can't live your life like anybody's shoe can drop with anything in their relationship, in their career, in their health. Like there's all these things that can happen. And it's like, you just can't live in that space of just waiting for it to happen. Like you're saying when things feel, I think a lot of people deal with that. Like everything feels so good. Right. When's it going to go bad? Or like everything's fine. You know, like everything's fine. What's coming? Yeah. When's something coming for me? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's that type of feeling. I have that. 
sometimes. Yeah. Where I'm like on a high and I'm like, okay, when's, yeah. when's the wrecking ball coming yeah. in? Yeah. My wife yeah. does that because my daughter, who's now a senior in high school, is having the greatest senior year of high school ever. She's got a boyfriend. She's the lead in the school musical. She's homecoming queen. She's just having wow. a phenomenal she's senior living. year. And so my wife's just like, uh, I mean, it's just, I mean, all of her years aren't going to be like this. And that's going to be a disappointment to her. Like yeah. it's building up too much. And yeah. so now everything, it. when it's not perfect, it's going to be so awful. I'm like, you can't live like that. Yeah. She's having it, not your daughter. <laughs> right, right. She's having it. She's like, she will never know a better year than this. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, it's true. I'm with her. Now. Yep. I'm with her. It's stressful. Um, Yeah. I never had a fear of quicksand because uh, there was a Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon I watched as a kid that taught you how to get out of quicksand. Do you lie flat or something? Or you move there... very slowly. Oh. You move very slowly to get out of it. I remember being like seven years old watching this going, why do I need to know this? Am I, am I going to run into quicksand? Because <laughs> I know that was like a... Yeah. That was like a fear, but like they're teaching me how to get out of it as if it's on every corner. And I'll never forget it now. And I know wow. that moss grows on the north side of a tree. Oh, wow. You know, in case I get stuck in quicksand in the forest. Did I tell you that I saw the Sonic the Hedgehog movie and I really want to be in the next one? Yes. We, we have a we, whole podcast about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> making sure we covered that because it really moved me. Like I was like, I really want to be a hedgehog. <laughs> He's a moving guy. I get it. Yeah. He moves fast. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing a uh, book club episode this week? <laughs> you said no. Oh, yeah. Well, you said no, so I said no, too. Yeah. But no one confirmed it, so I was just confirming here. Yeah. So, so why read not? until you're stricken. Because you didn't read yeah, it. You didn't, didn't read, read it until it. I was stricken. You didn't read anything. No. I did. I did read one chapter. Well, she why wasn't not stricken. do a book club on that chapter? Look, I heard wants more episodes from you guys, and the fans want more episodes from you guys, and you guys are like, no, one episode, that's it. <laughs> it's true. It's not entirely true. The Scrubbers want quality episodes. Yeah. I do uh, feel like last week was a great, unfortunately week, it was chaotic, but it was a good yep. Thursday episode. That was a classic book yeah. club episode. That was great. Even the book club. Do you think Smartless, yeah, I know. Do you think Smartless heard about us? <laughs> you think Glennon yeah, sure. heard about us? No. <laughs> but Smartless, maybe. Yeah. She Shoot. Yeah, we will go down in history as the worst book club in terms of like what people expect from a book club. See, that's where I think best, you're wrong. But the best book club episodes. That's where you're right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but no consistency or expectations. Just kind of. Yeah, you know, it was meant to be like, <laughs> we're reading this book, we're doing it sporadically. I don't think that was part of the plan. Was sporadically, no. You kind of no, throwing that at them that now. I think that was a yeah a modern woman yeah. rule thrown in. From the response episode. we got, people are really enjoying it. It's gotten them to read again. They're enjoying reading it with you. See, the responses that I got in my DMs were, "I'm not reading along, but I am enjoying them." Well, there you go. So either yeah. way, it's still enjoyable. That's ideal. We can recap the one chapter you read if I you want. Take notes on it. <laughs> <laughs> so why were you reading it? Was it about was it about um like living the life that you want to live? Yeah, not being stopped but not being caged by the cage. Yeah. Yes. Exactly it. <laughs> revamp one of the episodes we've already done and stick it on the Thursday. <laughs> so you're saying it's getting repetitive is what you're no, saying. No, that's what I was saying. I was saying the book as a whole is incredible, but the overlying theme, if you're reading chapter by chapter, can feel repetitive while we're whilst we're 
Which is Recapping why I said it. we should just everybody should just read until they're struck. <laughs> that's the that. But you didn't. I know. That's my bad. But like I'm just saying that's why that was pitched. Yeah. Okay. But the here's my issue with the reading until you're struck thing. Okay. Oh yeah. Someone could be struck on chapter two that they read, and then the other could be struck till the end of the book. And to each their own. <laughs> How do such we recap as, that? Such is the beauty of life. Unpredictable. Unpredictable. <laughs> what strikes you doesn't strike me. What strikes me doesn't strike you. You like hot soup. I like gazpacho. What? Exactly. Do you actually like gazpacho? No, I don't. Right. Actually, yeah, but I was like, you, you know like what? that? I actually had a really amazing cold watermelon soup <laughs> okay. like a couple weeks I think ago. We're out of time. <laughs> no, it, it, I do not like cold soup, and this was the most delicious watermelon soup I have ever had. Watermelon soup? Yeah, I know. That sounds great. Is that it's, not a fruit salad? No, no. It was delicious. So, again, you never know what you want is, until is you got it. watermelon soup just cold watermelon juice? No. Mm. I don't even know how you make it. Maybe we could Google. Let's yeah. see. Yeah. All right. Well, stay tuned for that <laughs> riveting. Special <laughs> recipe episode this Thursday. Week. No? Yeah, oh. yeah. Watermelon soup. <laughs> we'll be back next Monday, and we will read until... Stricken. Struck. Exactly. You know what? And even if we don't, we will do a Thursday episode and we will make it amazing just as we did last week. Because that's what we do here at Scrubbing In. We make train rides bearable and book clubs (laughs) tolerable. Sustainable. (laughs) And we love you all so much. So have a wonderful week. Goodbye. Bye. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 